SAFM Sound Awake. The world of entertainment uh, with Nkosana Mluli, who is lifestyle and entertainment commentator. So, Nkosana, <laughs> good morning. You know why I'm laughing. We're waiting for something from you. How are you today? <laughs> good morning, good morning. And a super calibratalistic expialidosis. Friday. <laughs> That's all. <laughs> Should we ask Dietron to play some horns? <laughs> no, it's fine. Please. <laughs> uh, how has the week been? The week has been amazing. I, I was on leave this week, so I was resting, rejuvenating, recharging. So that was me. <laughs> and what kind of friend are you, Nkosana? Because you sound like you're a bit of an introvert, but sometimes you can be extroverted. I am an MB, 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 ooh, that one, I'm both of them. Hey, when <laughs> but I'm more, no, but I'm, I'm more of an introvert. I love my, 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 my space, but trust and believe that I'm one of those friends that call on me through thick and thin. That's me. So for me, really, I am an introvert. I do enjoy my own space, but... When I'm around my friends, I am, yeah, I, I enjoy being around my friends. I, I'm more of a listener as well, you know, because I remember the one time my friend actually posted a WhatsApp status and she was like, you know, whenever I'm around you, I am able to be, I'm able to be myself. You know, I can be naked and I'm not going to be judged. So for me, yeah, come as you are. <laughs> All right. That's great then. And and I think also, I mean, we we have to find our own outlet. So I hope you have somebody that you also seek advice from, that who can be your listening ear and shoulder. Oh, I do, I do. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's talk about the SA Film and Television Awards. It appears that it's going to be quite a competition. 426 submissions have been made. Uh, this annual SA Awards, hosted by the National Film and Video Foundation, they already said uh, uh, entries were opened in 2021 of December. Yes, yeah, so... Um uh, the entry for nominations, actually the submission was in December 2021 and it was extended to the 6th of March, just to at least a lot of, just to give a lot of people enough time to actually submit, you know, and I think 426 <laughs> entries is, is, it's a good one because I think for starters, it, it goes to show that, you know, the, the indie entertainment industry you know the film television it's growing and i mean competition is needed you know so i guess the industry is slowly but surely opening up so that's quite interesting okay and then uh, this will be the 16th installment taking place in, uh, is it this month is it going to be in, i know it was set for june is it going no. to be in june so normally with the after it normally takes place in march but obviously because of the pandemic so the production team had to like take a, a different approach you know sort of like because i mean one you need to observe protocols yeah. and health risks and stuff like that so and also in terms of social distancing social distancing so obviously i mean now because of the pandemic they have to restructure the 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 the, the, the um the production but the sectors will be taking place but not it will be taking place in uh, I will tweet, 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 tweet. Now I can't remember the So it's definitely going to be later than June. No, it's later, it's later in the year, around September, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. 
And, uh, well, what's uh, the opportunity then, I guess, as we're talking about COVID and how it's changed things, is that the awards now have a latest, uh, uh, in terms of installments, what's different because of COVID, that films streamed on video on demand, for example, Netflix and Showmax and Amazon, have now also been considered for entry. That's a good thing. Yes, that's actually a good thing as well, because now it it, it really shows that television is no longer seen as sort of like, we're no longer looking at um, entertainment from sort of like a traditional perspective that was like, in terms of just television on its own, but now streaming um, platforms have been considered. And that goes to show that, you know, at competition is, 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 is needed, competition is healthy, and we we are sort of like given a different perspective or sort of like a challenge in terms of producing content. So mm-hmm. it's no longer like, okay, now I have to be traditional, I have to, you know, do the whole thing via television, but we've got streaming platforms. I mean, chances are maybe one day there might be even be a um, a category for like best podcast yeah, <laughs> since a lot of us of you you know so I think for them considering online is opening channels for more probably categories in the award ceremony so you never know yeah we have uh, the you know democracy of it all and also the the jury members are, are nominated so that also contributes to that democratic and open-minded process you know it's not just the nf uh, vf that decides but they actually open that also to to nominations mm, to the public as well that's a good thing oh yeah now remember it's actually taking place on the 2nd of september there we go Second so, september. Yeah. Okay. It's fine, this early morning, you know what, people have to adjust. Just, uh, switch off, switch on again, you know. <laughs> Restart. Okay, and the judging, uh, judging has taken place already. It was supposed to end in April, or is that also still ongoing? Were the delays there? Uh, I think it could probably still be ongoing because, I mean, you need to remember 426 entries. That's a lot of entries to go through. You know, I mean, there are certain criteria that it needs to, certain productions need to meet. So, I mean, 400, 426 is a lot. So, mm. it's maybe they're still ongoing and uh, we never know. Maybe some people might be sneaking in late entries. Who knows? <laughs> yeah. And as a judge, I think you want to just make sure that you give every uh, submission time to, you know, go through everything. And you can imagine if it's it's movies and it's uh, television series, there's going to be mm. a lot of time that that takes I remember um, I was honored to be one of the judges for the SA Soapy Awards, the Royalty Soapy Awards. And you don't Uh-oh. want to just skim through. You want to watch everything and, you know, see the uh, the acting, the direction and, and, and all of that. Um, and it's just beautiful. It's, it's a wonderful experience. Mm-hmm. I wish these judges will have a great time like uh, we did in our own time. What do you think, uh, though, what, what stood out for you this year in terms of if you were um, nominating a film or a TV series in South Africa? I think for once, for me, it's the the, 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 the the online genre on its own. For me, that's the one thing that stood out because now, like I said, we're no longer looking at um, content creation from a traditional perspective, but now we're looking at it from like online streaming platforms and, you know, considering that, especially now with online, mm. you're not restricted, especially because of the um, BCC um, ombudsman, but it it gives you more leeway to be creative and sort of like tell stories from a per- different perspective. So for me, really, <laughs> the online platform 
the online platforms are, 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 are giving leeway to more creativity rather than, you know, your traditional mm. media where you sort of like restricted, you know. So for me, that's the one thing that stood out. All right, talking creativity, uh, award-winning South African poet, director, playwright, Napo Mashiane. She's launched an international festival for women storytellers, which will take place. So this is another great uh, event for the country. Yes, another, another. I think with this one specifically, it's because it touches base on theatre and it was taking me, play, yeah. taking me back to my high school days when I used to participate in theatre. Mm. So, this, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, with this particular festival, it is called the Herstory, Herstory, you know, Her Story yes. International Theatre Festival, where it will be taking place from the first to the 7th of uh, August at the Soweto Theatre, and it will play host to local performers, even international performers from Brazil, Canada, the UK, Lesotho, Botswana, Nigeria, Sweden, USA, and Madagascar, just to name a few. And essentially, mm-hmm. it is a platform where um, Napo has, is going to be curating stories told by women for women. So for me, it's really like... Ah, Bogoto Pambili. So nice. Amandala. <laughs> and she actually, it's, it's interesting that you say Bogoto Pambili because she won the Bogoto Theatre Award in 2005. And uh, her uh, hosting this in uh, in Soweto, what do you think about that? The festival will be held in Soweto. And she, the founder, was born there in Soweto. I think it's taking it back to her roots because even the festival itself will be taking place um in coinciding with the 10th anniversary, the Soweto 10th anniversary uh, Soweto Theatre, so I think it's 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 taking it back, taking back, taking it back to to her roots. And I mean, theatre is, is for me one thing I love about theatre is that it opened my eyes to a whole lot of new world. I was like, oh, okay, so this is what theatre is about. So for me, really, I think it's also encouraging um, future storytellers, especially female uh, mm. storytellers. Storytellers and so that in so to say, hey, here's theatre because I think theatre was also a, a a a slowly dying industry, and I think well, this festival will surely really reignite that flame and really sort of like bring it back. Because yeah. me, really, I love theatre. I mean, it reminds me of a theatre production I watched in Soweto Theatre, you know, and it was actually uh, produced or written by a woman and. The, the 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 actresses as well you know for me that's what i loved and what i loved about it is that you know in theater there's a rule they mm-hmm. say do not break the fourth wall and the fourth wall is where the the the, the actors and actresses um interact with the, the audience so with that particular uh, production i think it was called she Bellow, mm-hmm. literally from the start of <laughs> the play it literally broke the fourth wall where it interacted with the audience. And I was like, okay, we normally don't do this, but it's been done, and it's done in such a beautiful way. So for me, really, uh, this is a festival I think people should go, attend, and not miss out. Theatre is amazing. I go gaga over theatre. Yeah, we all should. <laughs> it's 17 minutes past four, and we are uh, wrapping up our entertainment for the week with Nkosana Mdluli, lifestyle and entertainment commentator on Sound Awake. I mean, she's got experience, though. I don't think anybody better 
than her who could have done this. So she's award-winning. She's done this for 27 years, and she's been on stage and as well as out of the stage behind producing, directing, and being a playwright, as we said in our introduction. So she's the perfect person, in my view, to do this. Mm, and I mean, it's the first festival of its own kind in South Africa. So for me, really, <laughs> absolutely, we love it. Okay, another, um, we can call her Mbogodo as well. Yes, we can. I mean, she's got her own way of making money that many, some don't uh, agree with. Malawi doesn't. But entertainer Zodwa Wabandu, she's been barred by authorities in Malawi from performing there. There's a festival called the Winter Amapiano Vibes that uh, was is taking place actually this weekend. Yeah, so unfortunately, hey, Zodwa Wabandu has been barred from performing at Malawi, because obviously her performances are quite raunchy and risque. So the government is like, ah, uh-uh, get, no, it's not going to happen. But what I find so strange is that mm. as much as she's been bored in Malawi, she performed at Dubai. And I mean, obviously she understood that there are protocols, there are rules, so she had to abide by those rules. So I just feel that... Oh, but she was uh, wearing Malawi, a burqa. How was that performance? Ah, she was being washed <laughs> she was washering. She was washering. I think I remember she posted a video of herself washering in a burkin and she was fully covered. So I think for her, it, it was more of, okay, I must sort of like, I still need to be Zoto, but in a more uh, respectful way. Because mm-hmm. I mean, the, in Dubai, it's quite it's quite a very restrictive country where women could not, can't be all raunchy and just gay and no. perform the way she would perform. So for me, I think the Malawian government should have done the very same thing and said, okay, fine, you can't perform, but under these T's and C's, you know? So, but one thing I love about Zodo is that she's, as much as she's been barred from um, performing, she's said that, you know what, I'm going to support uh, my fellow colleagues, I'm going to attend to the festival, I'm going to take pictures with, with my fans. So as much as, yes, I can't perform, but I will be there and celebrate and support and you know be with my fans so, so she'll be as her, a guest there basically no she's basically a guest <laughs> okay but i mean it is what it is but one thing i love about Zodo is that she's so comfortable in her own skin so she's not one to be pulled down you can try and pull her down but ah girl ah, we have no, she, does, she, yeah. she just does her own thing <laughs> and and really she does she keeps her spirits up all the time well at least in the media space where we see her but I mean, okay, so the Malawian Tourism, Culture and Wildlife Department, as you said, the board there, they turned her license to perform down and then they sent a letter to the Secretary of Homeland Security there after saying that she can't go. That's what she posted on her Facebook, um, mm. th- that letter. So, I mean, in her being a guest, then I guess they can't really say, no, she can't come. Because also the other thing, maybe she had already booked her flights and made plans on all of this. I'm, I'm wondering if they told her in time as well. Um, I would hope so, but I mean, already, you know, as, 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 as a performer, I mean, you already have a schedule and you know your schedule prior to you attending a, 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 an event. So, yeah, even three about months she, before, you know, so yes, tickets have been booked, hotels have been booked. So for her, I think really it's more of, okay, I can't perform, I'll be a guest and, you know, I'll be respectful and, you know be with my, take pictures with my fans, do what I need to do, you know. So for her, really, I think uh, it's quite, I mean, if the Malawian government knew that she was coming to perform, then it could have cancelled ahead of time. 
But I think with Zoto, one thing for sure, you can't kill his spirit. Definitely you can't. Uh, all the best for the other Amapiano artists then who will be going to that uh, winter Amapiano vibes. So finally, let's go overseas then, talking Lil Nas X. Actually, maybe not finally, because I want us to talk about this whole Michael B. Jordan and uh, what's her name? Uh, Harvey's daughter thing. But uh, Lil Nas uh, X is an unhappy man because he was nominated for a BET award and he has taken to Twitter to make his feelings known. Why is he unhappy for being nominated? He wasn't actually nominated. He was snapped. Oh. Yeah, he was snapped. So he was not nominated and he's not happy he wasn't that he's nomi- not. Yeah, he's not happy about it because he snapped for the second time. And, you know, for him, it seemed as though he felt as though perhaps because he's a homosexual man that, you know, he's, it's, it's, it's probably due to that. And, I mean, if BET is all about black entertainment, you know, empowering black, celebrating blackness, but here is a black man who has been snubbed for an award or nomination. He felt as though, the, as though his own people were sort of like turning his back against him. You know, I mean, even with, um, but I think also it resonates with, with how African-Americans are so homophobic and transphobic as well. I don't want to say all of them, but, you know, especially when you are on the social media streets, you come across a lot of those homophobic attacks, uh, transphobia attacks. And even yesterday, I was watching a video on Instagram where they asked this lady, and they asked her, would you date a bisexual man? And she was like, uh, nope. And they asked the question again, but sort of like rephrased it in the sense that, okay, you know that he's bisexual, and he's um, sort of like, he's not about to be dating another man, but he's so focused into you. Would you still date a bisexual man? And she was just like, uh, no. So I think homophobia, especially in the African community, it's still seen as a taboo. So I think for Little Nas X, for him, it's sort of like, why am I being snubbed by my own people, you know? And when he posted that video, he even released a diss track to BET, and a lot of his supporters were like, ah, you know, it's so unfair that he is a, another black, talented um why, why does he look at it as he's being snubbed? Because let's look at the history of the BET Awards. They've honoured uh, Pride Month as being June. They've even come out to say that it's not just about waving a rainbow flag. They've also had 10 uh, LGBTQ plus member celebrities who live out loud and proud and they've honoured them. They gave a rapper, singer and actress, Queen Latifah, a Lifetime Achievement Award. And there's also, uh, I'm just trying to remember this lady's name now, she, who's a, a gay and a gay rights activist uh, from the U.S., I'll remember her name, who's been honoured by BET. Why does little Nas feel like uh, there's uh, discrimination? I don't understand. I, I don't get it at all, because, I mean, I remember I saw a, a trailer of, 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 of a film that is that we, sort of like coincides with homosexuality. And for me, I was like, okay, he's been snubbed, but... You know, it doesn't make sense because, I mean, yes, this is... A, Maybe it's a just very... he's not uh, the one that they thought deserves an award at this particular time. Maybe his time will come and he's just not being patient. Probably. I mean, yes. It just sounds like cause... he's throwing a tantrum to me. I don't know. <laughs> because, I mean, the history of the BET, I mean, as we just said, they are not people who are against or the entertainment group is not against the LGBTQ plus community. They are the actual opposite. They've you know, celebrated they, this community. They advocate, they, you know, they advocate, you know, LGBTQ rights. So, yeah, it's a bit confusing and puzzling as well. 
What was going on there with him? I don't understand. <laughs> this sounds like a young person throwing a tantrum and not understanding the value of patience and looking, you know, to the history of where this comes from, the BET Awards. Because, I mean, BET is quite a big, big platform. I mean, black entertainment television. So I don't know. I want to know. I mean, also, I, for me, really, I don't think we should see awards as the be-all and end-all. I mean, it's a cherry yes. on top of your career that, you know, you are being recognized. But mm-hmm. for me, really, if I was an entertainer, I'd be like, okay, I wasn't nominated, but, you know, nominations are just the cherry on top. You know, to say recognize what you're doing and you thank you for that but for me really if you truly enjoy what you do i mean it should just come from and he's performed and on the stage at the bt <laughs> awards so they have nothing against him i don't know what's what was going on <laughs> do you think it was just it is what for it attention is. <laughs> <laughs> you know also this twitter makes people just get engaged in toxic behaviors uh, that just are not yo, necessary honestly yo, yo, tweet before you think and think before you tweet okay michael b jordan breaking up or laurie harvey breaking up with michael b jordan we don't know who broke up with who what do you make of that story i mean they were very instagram uh posing and uh public uh, and we thought this is it they're gonna get married uh, but that's not the case I was shocked. I'm too shocked. I was like, what's going on? Like, <laughs> I'm hurt. Like, we were all invested in that relationship. Like, how how dare they? <laughs> but, you know, it is what it is. I mean, relationships come and go. Marriages come and go. You know, but I think for them, I'm just hoping that it's an amicable um, separation because, you know, sometimes people tend to be better. So, hi, it is what it is. And I guess, the lucky ladies will be looking forward because since now Michael G. Bo- Michael B. Jordan is on the market. So hello. So besides Lauren, that, and I don't know if people were being envious and jealous, <laughs> but besides that, I think I don't understand this whole thing of Lori Harvey should have been so uh, grateful that this man, you know, was treating her like a queen that we all as women want to be treated as, was posting her all over, that some women don't even get to have, you know, oh, that kind of treatment and all of that. So therefore she should have sort of as a, this is the next step to do, get into a marriage. But she's 25 and he's 35 and she could have gone to herself, you know what, you've lived your life when am I kill? And I want to still live my life. And when you've gallivanted and probably even treated other people not as well as you're treating me, but your experience has landed you here now where you know and you've learned your lessons and you are more mature. But me now, I'm 25. I still want to also gallivant and see life for myself. Why did, uh, do people look at her as, I bought girl, what's wrong with you when this man is so in love with you to not take the proposal? Apparently there was a proposal, allegedly, and she said, no, she's not ready for marriage. Why, 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 why are we judging her in that way? Can't she live a life? You know, it, it's so, it's 2022, and yet we still want to blame women. We still want to tell women how they should live their lives and how they shouldn't live their lives. And yeah. for me, I think Lori Hardy should be, you know, should be given that, 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 um, and they're not even given, she has the right to live her own life, you know. I mean, she's 25, she's young. I mean, in your 20s, you are rediscovering who you are. I, in my when I was 25, I was still discovering who I was. Mm-hmm. I'm still trying to establish my own life, you know. So I think for her, really, like she's discovering who she is and she's exploring herself. Allow her, because, I mean, when you get to your 
thirties, that's when you sort of like are stabilizing your life. <laughs> and she believes in her beauty. She believes in what she brings to the table, so that she's not taking, you know, taken by the first man who swoops her off her feet, so to speak, and who's a good-looking actor. She knows that she can, you know, find someone else at the time that she's ready. You know, because I think a lot of people don't realize that marriage is is, is is a very, very, very serious thing. Like, and marriages do change and alter relationships. So to say I do and to be committed to one person for the rest of your life or for the years to come is quite a very, very, it's not something you take lightly. So I think for her, she had every right to do what she did. She wants to explore. She's still young. She's 25. I mean, if you look at Queen Elizabeth, she was ruling a country at 25, and she didn't even want to be queen. She wanted to be an old, plain Jane countrywoman, mm. you know, happy, living a simple life. But unfortunately, due to circumstances, she had to take over the throne at 25. So with Laurie, yeah. for uh, me, I think, but what the family can do do you, boo. Thank you very much. <laughs> and you do you, boo, this weekend, whatever the plans are, but also do you, boo, with safety, right? <laughs> of course. Of course. We do things in safety net. <laughs> Thanks so much. We'll catch up there on the grab. Of course. Because <laughs> is an entertainment and lifestyle commentator joining us here on SFM Sound Awake.